open again in a word of prayer, and then I would like for you this morning to turn with me to 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, and uh, we are going to look at uh, verses 3 through 5, verses 3 through 5. Let's open in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this morning. And God, as we are going to look at the scriptures here in just a moment, as Paul was able to come before you and thank God for the people, Lord, that he got to labor with. Lord, I pray that, that this is a time of encouragement for those that we labor with, that we labor, uh, Lord, through the hardships and trials of, of any word of life year. And uh, we come out of the other end being able to glorify you and to honor you in all things. So, Father, we thank you again for this morning. We thank you for the young people that we get to, to work with, to disciple them, to build them up in Christ Jesus for his glory, so that they, when, Lord, that when either they stay here and continue to serve at community, or, Lord, that they, um, they move on and serve elsewhere, our prayer is that they'll serve in consistency and in truth. Uh, that's our ultimate aim and goal is to see young people come to know Christ and to see them, Lord, live for Christ in a consistent way that is, is honoring to you. And Lord, we have this great responsibility, this great privilege, this great honor to be able to do that, to be put into, Lord, uh, a privileged position, an, an honored position, uh, to serve, to, Lord, help them to walk in Christ. And God, as we opened, uh, my prayer is also that if there is one here today that does not know Christ, they cannot claim to know Christ. They don't know if they're a child of God. I pray that, Lord, through the message and the authority of your word, the Spirit of Christ, that, God, that you would give them that eternal hope that they can know Christ. They can know that they know Christ as Lord and Savior. We'll pray and we'll ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. I hope that you've turned to 2 Thessalonians this morning. I'm going to read starting in verse 1, but our main focus, the text this morning, is going to be verses 3, 4, and five. So 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, starting in verse 1, Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy to the church of the Thessalonians, or Thessalonians in God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul says, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. And here's our text for the day. We are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is fitting because your faith grows exceedingly, and the love of every one of you all abounds towards each other, so that we ourselves boast of you among the churches of God for your patience and faith in all your persecutions and tribulations that you endure. And so here we have this wonderful passage of Scripture uh, in 2 Thessalonians where Paul is stopping for just a moment. To declare, to declare a word of appreciation and thanksgiving for the people that he's working with, for the people that are serving at this particular church. Let me give you just kind of a, a glimpse this morning of what a Wednesday night looks like as far as all of the pieces. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name drop here a little bit, and I've gone through these names, and if I have forgotten your name, if I don't have your name in this list, please forgive me, please bear with me. But this is, this is oftentimes what a Wednesday night will, work, will, will look, with, uh, look like. You have the Word of Life team, okay? You have the nursery team, and you have the, the Wednesday night meal team. They all come together for one purpose, 
and that is to serve one another for the edification of one another, for the building up of the saints, the young people in the body of Christ. Think about the word life team for just a moment. You got Mark Barnett, you got Junior, okay? You got Pastor Dean, you got Miss Amanda, Lori, Melissa, Patricia, Rhoda, Rebecca number one, and Rebecca number two. One with a C, one with a K. You've got Miss Beth, okay? You've got Uncle Steve, you've got Josh, and we have nicknames for each other in the team, teen room. You got Josh, you got Miss Allison, you got Zach, you got Randy, and of course you have Aaron Barth. And so there's probably a few in there that maybe I've forgotten. Again, I apologize, but that's, that's a large, huh? Oh, yeah, security team. <coughs> oh, man. Hey, just dawned on me. I forgot the security team, okay, which is made up of Mark Barnett Sr. and JJ. And um, I don't know, is there anybody else besides you two wonderful men out there with batons ready to go? Okay, I'm just kidding. They don't. Actually, they kind of scare us sometimes because JJ will go behind the teen room like, dude, there's somebody out there, you know. Oh, it's just JJ. Thank you, JJ. You're a good man. So you got a security team. And then you have the nursery team, okay? And you got Miss Crystal, who this last year stepped up and said, you know what, I'm going to step out of uh, the, the gopher's room, and I'm going to be the main fixture in the nursery. And then we partnered her with her mother-in-law, Miss Joy, with Brittany, with Lori, with Rhoda, with Rebecca, with Amanda, with Samantha, and with Miss Sandra would fill in from time to time as well. And so the list just goes on. So you got your security team, <laughs> right? You got your security team, didn't forget them. You got your Word of Life team, you got your nursery team that comes together, and then you have your meal team, which is made up of my mom, Miss Carolyn, Miss Gail, Helen, and Gerald, and probably a few sprinkled in there. I know Miss Grubby was in there a handful of times. And so thank you. That's a large number of people that come together every single Wednesday for 32 to 36 weeks to serve each other, to use their gifts, to use their talents, to edify, to encourage, and to build up the body of Christ. Why? Why do we need security? I'm going to keep going back to that. Why do we need the nursery team? Why do we need the meal team? Why do we need the Word of Life team? So that we can build up these young people because they're the future of the church. So that we can benefit them, so we can disciple them that God may be glorified. So let me take you back real quick to 2 Thessalonians. 2 Thessalonians chapter 1 and verse 3. And I'm going to take you to my first point this morning as we look at verses 3 and 4 and 5 here this morning. The scripture says, we are bound to thank God always for you, brethren. We can stop right there and just take a time and just say to those teams, the security team, and we can take some time and just say thank you. Thank you for what you do week in and week out. And Paul says in that particular passage of scripture, he says that we are bound to take to, to thank you. We are bound to, to thank you. It means to owe someone something. The idea is that one is held or bound by duty, by moral obligation, or out of necessity to do something. So every Wednesday, if you don't hear a thank you, security team, listen, we thank you and we appreciate. We are bound. We are bound to thank you, and we're bound to thank God for you. 
Listen to what Paul says in 1 Corinthians 1.4. He says, I thank my God always concerning you. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 16. I do not cease giving thanks for you. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 3. We give thanks to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you. Philippians chapter 4. I thank my God always making mention of you in my prayers. And of course, 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, 3, we are bound to thank God always for you. What a wonderful group of people that I get to serve with. Paul also goes on to say in several passages of Scripture, whether it's Philippians chapter 4 and verse 3, where he uses the term fellow or yoke fellow, uh, Philemon chapter, oh, chapter 1, verse 1, co-laborers, 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 9, fellow workers. Again, going back to Philemon, verse 1, fellow soldiers. We get to labor together, one with another, for a common cause, for a common purpose, for a common goal, namely to glorify God, but secondarily to be obedient to the commands that Christ has given to us to disciple, to disciple and to build up. And so Paul says that he was bound, he was bound. Um, he was bound to be uh, to thank God always for them. I want you to think about that word always for just a moment. We are bound to thank God always for you. Always there simply means at all times, all occasions, it indicates that their thanksgiving was continual and regular. It was not sporadic or occasional. So we need to thank God for the people that we get to labor with. Not just on an occasion like today, but continually we get to thank God always for those that we get to serve with. And so there are three things this morning that Paul says that he gets to thank God for. There are three things that Paul saw in the life of the church family that brought him to thank God. First of all, their growing faith. Their growing faith. He gets to thank God for their growing faith in verse 3 again. It says, we are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is fitting because your faith grows exceedingly. Your faith grows exceedingly. So my first point is, Paul is thanking God for their growing faith, for their growing faith. The word faith there simply means to trust or to believe. So that their faith or their trust and their belief was constantly growing in the Lord Jesus Christ. It was constantly growing in the gospel of Jesus Christ. It says he's, he's thanking them for their faith, but not only their faith, but that their faith was growing exceedingly. The picture that we get here in the Greek is this. It's a picture of a healthy tree in a good soil that is growing beyond expected measure. And so their faith is constantly growing. When I look at the people that we get to serve alongside with, our fellow yoke fellows, our co-laborers, our fellow workers, our fellow soldiers in the gospel of Jesus Christ, when I look at those people, I see people whose faith is growing and growing exceedingly. You may notice that in front of the parsonage, there's a tree. And every year that tree grows green leaves. Okay, and it gets flowers, and that's it. I don't know what it is. Okay, I'm I'm not a tree expert, but I do know this: that every tree that has a leaf is a pine needle. It's a pine tree. That was a joke, people. 
Thank you. Okay, I tried to throw that one out there. Every tree that has a leaf has, is a pine tree, and I messed up the own joke. So anyway, I'll just leave the jokes for somebody else. Anyway, thank you, thank you. I don't know what it is. Ah. Oh, conehead. See, conehead. Pine cone. Okay, never mind. Okay, so I don't know what it is, but I will tell you this. It doesn't produce fruit, okay? It has every single year or season or month that I've been here, there's always a branch that's dying on it. Okay, so I'll trim it up, try to make it look pretty. Last year, I slapped some Christmas lights on it. I think I may have made one person happy about that. I don't know. It was Mark Jr., right? Many, many liked it. And if that was it, so I tried to spruce it up, spruce it up. Um, he already said that, didn't he? Um, but all it's doing, that tree, all it's doing, is existing. It's not benefiting really anybody. It doesn't produce any fruit. It just exists. It just lives. It's just there. It doesn't do anything. Oftentimes, as Christians, we find ourselves kind of in this position in life. We just are existing. When we look at this passage of Scripture found in 2 Thessalonians, he's saying this, your faith is growing exceedingly. It means it's talking about vitality. It's talking about life talking about fruit that's being produced. It's not just merely existing and living for itself. That tree that is growing exceedingly is existing for others, for shade, for fruit, to produce life, and, and for others. And that's what this team that I get to work with, that's what's happening, their growth and their faith. And so Paul is saying, first of all, that their growing faith caused him to thank God for them. Secondly, in verse 3, not only do we see their growing faith, but we see their abounding love. Let me start in verse 3 again. For, we, for uh, we are bound to thank God always for you, brethren. For it is fitting because of your, your faith that is growing exceedingly, and the love of every one of you all abounds towards each other. Their abounding love. Secondly, he was thanking God for their abounding love. I want you to notice some things about where their love was directed or who they're directed, who was directing the love and who was receiving the love and the love was being given out to. And the love of every one of you, every one of you. It wasn't just a, a select group in the church, just wasn't a few, just wasn't, you know, just, just, uh, uh, just this, this portion of the church is, is loving. He, he is saying right there in verse 3, and the love Every one of you all have, what does it do? It's abounding towards each other. And so everybody in this body of Christ, Paul is acknowledging, your love for each other is growing. And that love wasn't internal. It wasn't just pointed to self. It was pointed towards the rest of the body of Christ. Read it with me again. And the love every one of you all abounds towards each other. Okay, so we see their abounding love. The word love there in the Greek is agape, which simply means it's, it's a deep, deep love. It is unconditional, it is sacrificial, and it is biblically refers to a love that God is and shows. It goes beyond the word or the, the, the Greek word phileo, which is just a brotherly love, a surface love. This is a deep, 
deep-rooted, unconditional, sacrificial love that they had one for another. That phrase that we see in verse 3, their love was what? It was abounding to become more and more. Again, it wasn't a love that was just merely existing. It wasn't just a love that was just resting in one spot. It was a love that was a growing from every church member to every church member. It wasn't exclusive to just a certain few. It was growing and it was inclusive to the entirety of the body of Christ. When I think about the team that I get to work with, there's no schisms. There's no cliques. There's no, I'm just going to show my love and my partiality towards this person or this group of people. It's an abounding love that is going one to another and to the entirety of the entire team. Not just security, not just, you know, the meal team, which we do love them exceedingly because of the wonderful food, but it's to one another. It's an abounding love. And that's what I love about the team that I get to serve with and and to work with. It's an abounding love. But then there was a third thing that Paul recognized here in this particular passage of Scripture. It's found in verse 4 that caused Paul to thank God. Verse 4 says, So that we ourselves boast of you among the churches of God, for your patience and faith in all your persecutions and tribulations that you endure. So not only is Paul thanking God for their growing faith, their abounding love, but then thirdly and finally, their enduring of trials, their endurance when it comes to trials. Now, there has been some trials in the lives of people in our team this year, and they keep coming back to church. They continue to serve. They may be out a week because of this or because of that, but they keep coming back, and they keep serving. There isn't anybody on this team that is just up and quit. They just continue to plot through, right? They go to work, okay, eight, nine, ten hours a day. They leave work. Sometimes they drive straight here. They eat a meal, and they get right to work, and then they leave when the work is finished and completed. That's a long day. That's a long day. And then to endure on top of that the the hardship of life where loved ones die and, and we get hurt or loved ones get hurt, Okay, And they endure, and they continue. They persevere each and every Wednesday throughout an entire world life year. And it's an amazing thing to behold, to see God's people working together. remember one night, um, both Rebecca and I got sick right before club started. I mean, and you know what? The team didn't miss a beat, okay? They didn't miss a beat. I mean, everybody filled in perfectly. And just the, continue, the night just continued to, to, to just move forward. It's a wonderful thing to behold as we serve one another in this particular ministry. So I just want to stop um, and just thank God. I thank God for the team, the co-laborers, the yoke fellows, the, yo- the fellow workers, um, the fellow soldiers that I get to serve with. I thank God for you, and I thank God because of your growing faith, because of your abounding love because of your enduring of trials. And so here's my question for you today. Do you have a growing faith? You can only have a growing faith if you're alive in Christ Jesus. So you must have a personal relationship with Christ. If you don't have a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, you don't have and you can't have a growing faith. Do you have an abounding love this morning? The question there is, 
if you don't know Christ, you can't have an abounding love. Do you have an enduring faith or are you enduring trials? You can't without Christ Jesus. So the first thing that must happen in your life to have those three areas in your life, a growing faith and abounding love and an enduring and endurance of trials, is you must know Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. And if you don't this morning, you can come to know Him. You can call out to Him. You repent of your sins and put your trust in the finished work of Christ Jesus. Let me pray, and then we're going to start this morning uh, with our ceremony. And the first person that's going to come up is going to be Miss Rebecca, Miss S., my beautiful wife. And she's going to come in just a moment, and I'll introduce her to you after prayer. Father God, thank you for this morning. God, I truly am amazed at the people that we get to work with. God, thank you for their faith. Thank you for their love. Thank you for their endurance. God, we thank you because, number one, that points to the fact that they know Christ as Lord and Savior. Their love and their faith is constantly abounding. It's exceedingly growing, as the Scripture says. God, thank you for that. Thank you that they're just not like that tree in our front yard that just exists, that just lives, it's just there. Lord, that they have vitality, they have uh, truth, they have uh, growth in their life. God, thank you, Lord, for that. And thank you for this team. And God, as we look forward to the 22-23 Word of Life year, we continue to pray over this team, Lord, that they'll come back stronger in their faith, growing in their love, and a continuation of the endurance of trials in their lives so we can continue to serve together in this wonderful thing that we call discipleship, that you have called discipleship, Lord, as we build up the young people for Christ and for the, the goal of them worshiping and glorifying you in all things. So, Lord, thank you for them. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we have three groups of young people in our Word of Life nights. The first is gophers. And uh, whew, sometimes these little fellas can be a handful. And we've got a great team that works in this particular area. And I invite my wife, Miss Rebecca, she's going to come and uh, she's going to do the motto with the young people. So, Miss Rebecca, when you're ready, I'm going to turn it over to you. Oh, do I need that? Okay. Um, so I'm going to pass out their awards. And can you come here? Yeah. Yep. Thank you. All right. Our first one. Uh, oop. I knew I'd do that. I'm closer to it. <laughs> uh, our first one with a participation certificate and level one patch is, whose is that? Teddy. Teddy Richardson. Perfect, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then we have Zeke Richardson with a participation certificate and a level one patch. And then we have Lakeland Reichert with a participation certificate. Then we have Sadie Caraballo, which has a level one, level two, and level three patch. There you go. Look at that. You got three patches, girl. <laughs> and then Zoe Stevens with a level one, level two, and level three patch. Good job. And we have Sonny Reichert with a level one patch and a participation certificate. And then we had one more that's not here today. That was Mara Santarpio. But she, she is here? Oh, she is here. Oh, come on, Mara. Okay, she, she earned her certificate and a level one patch. <laughs> Good job to everyone. Yeah. All right, let's give them one more round of applause. Good job, guys. Good? Okay. All right. Thank you, Miss S. And you guys can be seated with mom and dad. Good job. I'm proud of you. What we're trying to do in the Gophers, Olympians, and the teen is to get the word of God in their hearts and minds. And so what they've just been awarded is memorizing, is for memorizing scripture doing their devotions, participating. And so this, this isn't a small thing. When we look at the scripture, what does the scripture say about word of God getting in the hearts and minds of young people? It builds them up to the wisdom of knowledge of salvation. And so these young people, maybe they've not come to know Christ as Lord and Savior yet, but as we're putting the word of God in their hearts, our desire is to see them to come to know Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. And so I'm going to invite our Olympian leader to come this morning, the very small and tiny Mark Barnett. All right, so Olympians is first through sixth grade. Um, just to give everybody a little understanding of the awards, um, the qualifier level is you come to three club meetings and you say the motto. Once you do that, then you have the bronze level. The bronze level for first and second grade is they have to say four verses and do two Christian services, okay? So I'm gonna do first and second grade first. So Jesse Pridgen is not here today, but he earned the qualifier level. Yeah. Then I thought I saw Miss Caitlin somewhere. Miss Caitlin earned the bronze level. And then is RJ here? So RJ also earned a bronze level. All right. Then we get to our third and fourth grade. So they have to do the qualifier level. And then they have to do three Christian services and six verses. So first we have Brielle. 
Then we move to the silver for third and fourth grade. So it's the qualifier, six bronze, three Christian services for bronze. Then it's six verses for the silver and three Christian services for the silver. So that is Naomi Richardson. And then last but not least, we had the fifth and sixth grade. Um, this person earned the gold level, so that means they did 21 verses. They did, let's see, 12 Christian services, and that is Isaac Richardson. And that's it. Okay. If I can have all the Olympians come up here, please. And bring your award. And bring your award. <laughs> I tell you. Thank you, Mr. Mark. Good job. Good job to those Olympians. That's a lot of work. Uh, in some programs, um, I think sometimes the goal is to recite as much scripture as possible. I, I do like the fact that Word Life slows down and wants the young people to internalize God's Word. Just not simply to recite it, but to internalize uh, the Word of God. So we appreciate all the hard work uh, that those young people have put into uh, this year's program. So, and uh, Mark and Junior and Amanda and Lori overseeing that particular group of people. Thank you for your service uh, to the Lord. Now, I have the privilege of recognizing the teens this year, uh, those that uh, have earned points. So, what we do in the teen group is if you earn 500 points or more, it allows you to be able to go to a Word of Life camp, whether that's a summer camp or the winter camp that we went on just this last year in January. Um, it allows them to be able to go for free. And so that's, that's, that's a huge award that they receive if they get 500 points or more. How do they receive those 500 points? They do Christian services. That could be working in the nursery, could be working in children's church, could be doing a project around the church or just helping in general, okay? Some sort of service. They also get the opportunity to memorize scripture. Uh, the young people can memorize up to 24 passages of scripture each word of life year. And so that's exciting. And then just odds and ends of other things that they get to do to earn those 500 points uh, to go to camp. And so what I'm going to do, I'm actually going to introduce to you something that I started last year where those folks that maybe made uh, 250 to 499 points, which is nothing to scoff at, that's still a lot of work. I wanted to be able to recognize them 
as well because they have put in scripture memory and Bible study and doing their devotions and Christian service and so forth. And so I want to recognize them uh, as well this morning. And so I'm going to recognize uh, two young ladies that you may know uh, that got between 250 and 499 points. And the first is my daughter, Anna Stugelmeyer. So come here, girl. And uh, when you come up here, I want you to stand up here and stay up here. Um, and so this is for Anna. And then for each student that earned between 250 and 499 points, I got you a gas card. So I know you don't have a card, but you can put it in my, no, I'm just kidding. It's a Walmart card, but there you go. So, all right, just stand right over there. Stand right there. Yeah, stand over there. Okay. All right. <laughs> Love you. Okay. So uh, this next young lady earned between 200 uh, and 50 points and 499 points is Catherine Stuglemeyer. So come on up, girl. Yeah, there you go. Thanks, and I got you a guest card, too. Thanks. You can stand over there. All right, good job. Okay, so that, that knocks those two out of the way. Now we get to move on to those that had 500 points or more. I, I don't always use my words right, do I? No. Okay. But the good thing is I say it while I'm smiling, right? Okay, so, you know, you could, you could look at Eric and say, you're bald and beautiful. Or you could say, you're bald and beautiful. See the difference? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that guy's great. Okay, so the first victim, I mean, uh, the first person that we get that got over 500 points uh, this year, and I'm also going to award them not a gas card, but a $10 um, Thank you. Starbucks card. You knew that, didn't you? You can see the little logo there. Uh, so I want to invite uh, this morning for recognition, Miss Karis Varner. Come on down. Congratulations. Good job. Oh, you can just stand over there. Okay. And the next individual uh, I get to introduce to you is extremely tall, and his name is Noah Richardson. All right. Good job, Mr. Noah. Thank you. It, all right. And the next individual that earned 500 points or more in this Word of Life year that I want to put your hands together for is Miss Sarah Varner. There you go, young lady. Now, the Varner girls are going on a trip here in just a little bit. You don't have to give those cards to Dad. Okay, so you hang on to him. Now, he'd probably say, you're not going to stop unless you do, but that's okay. All right, so the next young lady I get introduced to the stage, very proud of her, Miss Destiny Vaughn. Good job, girl. And I think this young man made it very clear in several classes how many points he had what was it like 600 some or something i mean you just let us know anyway owen owen come on down big guy <laughs> and see how he said i've got 678 points but he did it with a smile he did it with a smile good job big guy i think i think when i started here you two may have actually been shorter than me I don't know. It happens. Okay, so quite often. 
All right, so our last victim, I mean our last qualifier here this morning uh, goes to Miss Faith Varner. <laughs> Come on up. All right. Get a snapshot of these fine folks right here. This is your future church, ladies and gentlemen. Boom. Everyone may have a seat except for Miss Faith, who needs to remain up here. So, good job. I'm proud of our teens. Uh, they came faithfully every Wednesday. Uh, they served. They worked hard. Uh, they were here um, when we had teen activities, whether those activities were service in nature or otherwise. And so I appreciate them, but I especially appreciate all of our teen leaders that weekly pour into these young people. When, um, as has been, I guess, my responsibility of teaching, the teen leaders then take them into small groups and they take what was taught that night and begin to, to go over it again. And that's really, that's really where the impact is being made, is in those small groups. And they're in the trenches, those teen leaders doing that work. And so I thank, again, our teen leaders that are working. So let's give our teen leaders a round of applause as well for all the work they do. Thank you, guys. Now we get to turn to that part uh, of the event this morning. Uh, in just a moment, I'm going to switch this up just a little bit. I was going to have a couple of Word of Life leaders come and give a testimonial. We'll do that in just a moment. I want to go ahead and recognize our graduates. And so Miss Faith is graduating and has graduated this year. Uh, so Miss Faith, um, congratulations. Um, share with us, um, you know, what, what the future is kind of looking like. Where are you going to school at? What are you going to school for? And that kind of thing. Just, just lay it down. Okay. So I'm actually leaving today to spend the summer at Word of Life Bible Institute to work there and earn some scholarship money. So just be in prayer for that. And then, Lord willing, I'll be attending Word of Life Bible Institute in Florida in, in the fall. So And uh, to only study Bible, just to focus on my relationship with Christ and to grow just spiritually in that. Awesome. Cool. Okay. So I have two... I have two gifts for Miss Faith. Because she's graduating, uh, we wanted to get in her hands uh, a devotional. This is from uh, Paul David Tripp. Uh, my wife and I actually, Miss Rebecca, got uh, this for us for our personal devotions and, and absolutely loved it. Okay, and so as a result, we wanted to be able to present this to our graduates this year so that they could take their Bible, read their Bible, but also have this powerful devotion to go along with it as they're learning God's Word. So 365 devotionals in there for you, young lady. And I have one other gift that she's going to receive, and Mom and Dad will be very happy about this. It is a $1,000 award uh, to Word of Life that was given and presented to her by Aaron Barth, who was not able to be here today. So I want to present this to her so that uh, it'll save Mom and Dad some money. Okay? So there's a $1,000 award. So good job. Proud of you, girl. Thank you. All right, so we have some other graduates here this morning. We have another high schooler that is here, and I would like to introduce Miss Gabby to you this morning. So, Miss Gabby, come on down, girl. She's back there waving at me like, I ain't going up there. Yeah, you is. Come on, girl. So, let me break about Miss Gabby just a little bit. Um, I don't know that we asked her to do this, she just took the initiative. 
She had heard about the fact that we had been praying about, thinking about trying to get into local schools, whether that's elementary or middle school or high school, to get in there and do devotions, to do a Bible study. And so she went to her school and started to talk to one of her teachers, Coach Baines, who I love that dude. Isn't he a great dude? He's a mess. Um, and so she got connected with Coach Baines and talking to him about YCI. And so she asked him if he would sponsor the class as far as having the classroom where we could meet. And so then we were communicating back and forth about this. We were able to come up with the paperwork. We turned the paperwork in. The principal at Rosewood High School agreed to allow me and Miss Gabby to be there in the classroom and to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. So for the last five months, six months, something like that, uh, we've been able to work together in that classroom sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ in a public school, if you will, uh, from 10.20 in the morning until about 10.50 every single Friday. And so Gabby was the one that got that ball rolling. So I'm very proud of you. Good job. So Miss Gabby is graduating. Okay. When, your graduation's next week? June 10th, okay. So at some point, it will be next week, just not yet. Uh, so, <laughs> so anyway, so Miss Gabby, share with us um, what you plan to do after school, if you're going to further your education, or you got any plans? So I plan on maybe going to Wayne Community, just to kind of get some stuff out of the way. Maybe in the future, NC State, if I can get in, but I think Wayne Community would be a good choice for right now. Okay. And... What, what's your goal? Do you have, like, uh, something that you want to do specifically? Animal science. Animal science. Okay. Well, congratulations. And, again, I want to present this with you, uh, your devotional from Paul David Tripp, just to kind of help you as you study God's Thank Word. You. You're welcome, sweet girl. Love you. All right. Good job, Miss Gabby. I'm so proud of her. So next, I had the privilege of working with this young lady this, bas this last basketball season. Uh, she was really busy finishing up on some studies, but she made time for us to be able to come in and ref for us with our youth basketball. And so I really appreciated her being willing to do that. So Miss Lydia, would you come at this time, Miss Lydia Crane? All right, you're awesome. So share with us what, uh, what you've been up to, what school you've been going to, what uh, you've been studying, and how that is going to translate into a future job. So I went to Nash Community College to pursue physical therapy, assistant, not physical therapy. Um, so I graduated two weeks ago, and I take my board exam in July. So please pray, because my mental health is going to go down the drain. Okay. <laughs> Just a little bit, so, but yeah, okay. that's it. So if I break a leg, then you can, you can help me with that and get it flexible again? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. For free. Right. For, for free. Fr you heard that. You got that record for free. <laughs> Knowing me, I'm probably going to need that, yeah. okay? But I want to present the, I hear, please don't. Um, but I do want to present this to you. Congratulations. Good job. Job well done. Take that and study God's word. Amen. All right. The next young lady that we have is going to come at this time, Miss Kendall, if you will come. She's just recently gotten married, so congratulations to her. 
I think you could say she cashed in. <laughs> well, looks like we got some physical therapy we need right here. <laughs> what happened to you? That's a good question. Okay, we'll just leave it right there. <laughs> just, okay, so Miss Kendall, where have you been going to school? Uh, what have you been studying? And what is that going to look like in the future? Okay, so I just recently graduated from East Carolina. Um, I graduated with a degree in elementary education, and I am at Kenansville Elementary teaching kindergarten. Oh, congratulations. Do you, do you like kindergarten? Yeah, <laughs> or off of them. So, um, but anyway, we're, we're proud of you. Uh, it takes, a, knowing that I have an educator for a wife, it, it is a job that is filled with great reward, and sometimes it's very challenging. You probably already discovered that. But, but the reward is, is awesome, and we're proud of you for what you're doing and, and willing to pour into these young people. So congratulations. So I just want to give that and present that to you. Thank you. Okay, last but not least, we have Miss Lauren, if she would come at this time. All right, when I think of Miss Lauren, I always think of flag football. And when I think about that, the fact that they could just throw the ball up as high as it will go, and she would still catch it. Okay, it'd go over my head, but she could catch it. Okay, all right, so Miss Lauren, same question for you, where you've been going to school, what you've been doing, and where's that gonna take you? Um, okay, I graduated from Marywood University with my master's in science, master's of science in nutrition. Um, so I'll be taking my boards as well in the next few months, and hopefully we'll accept a clinical dietitian position somewhere at a local hospital. Okay. So hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. well congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. So, so you are a master, is that what I'm hearing? I guess, yeah. <laughs> they gave me the paper, so. What, how does Chandler have to address you now? <laughs> I think it stays the same. Stays oh, okay, same. okay, okay, I'm just wondering. Well, good job, congratulations. I know that was a lot of hard work, and we just want to give you a little gift just to say congratulations. You're welcome. Okay, so I did tell the ladies, we will be ready at 1130. That ain't happening. So uh, what I want to do is just on a serious note, right before we get to the video, that's, mm, I gave you a little clee, a clee, a clue. Um, I, I do want to take just a moment. If we do have one or two or three um, teen or other, you know, Olympian leaders or gophers that would like to just share about a one-minute remark, uh, just to kind of say, you know, I love Word of Life, I love working with the kids, you know, fill in the blank. Um, do, do I have somebody, I know I talked to a couple of you, you guys, and I know Miss Randy's probably her wheels are thing. Here it goes, Zach. There you go, big guy. All right, one minute, right? Yes, sir. Oh, All right. Yeah, I'm watching you. So uh, one of the things that Mark alluded to was the small group time, and so we do have the lesson time where Mark just kind of brings the message, talks about a specific subject, and uh, the small group time gives us the opportunity to dig a little bit deeper into that subject. And what we found, or at least myself, I'll speak for myself, not for others, um, but you find yourself learning things along with the teens that maybe you didn't necessarily know uh, to begin with, and then as you start talking it through with the teens, you're actually learning together. And so there was a number 
number of different topics uh, throughout the course of the year, like baptism, um, a number of topics on different sins where you really just get into some really deep uh, conversations and discussions with the teens and just find that you're learning together and growing closer together as well. Awesome. Good job. All right. I got any other uh, Olympian or Gophers that would like to share just a, a quick word before we watch our closing video? I know it's, it's killing Miss Randy. I know it is. <laughs> I, I'll give you one. I know you're thinking. I, I can smell She's it. She's got 20 seconds. Maybe you should just uh, sit with me at the table at the meal and I'll be able to share more. But okay. <laughs> um, take my picture. Thank you. Um, so I'll just say, sum it up in like a good little bow. Um, this is hard. I follow Pastor Jeremy in the long way. I love to talk, but um, I love, so, okay, so I love um, being able to find, when, when you're able to find um, something that God has gifted you in and actually do those things. Um, you know, as a kid, as a teen, I dreamed of being a youth leader. Like, it was like a dream that I just, I didn't really think it was ever going to happen because obviously I didn't feel called to be a pastor. You know, I didn't feel called to be like something, go to school for Bible college or anything like that. But um, being a youth leader, being a part of the youth is something that I've always dreamed of doing. And it's just been so fulfilling um, and gratifying to be able to just hold on to them and to um, grow alongside of them, like Zach said, um, they they grow you because they're always asking you questions, and you may not know the answer, so you've got to go find the answer and research, and you know you're constantly being grow growing in your walk with Christ because they are there to say, hey, Miss Randy, what about this or what about that? And I'm like, or Mama Randy, actually that's my new name. So if anyone wants to call me Mama, they can because all the teens do at this point. And which is also a really special thing, too. Um, you know, Zach and I don't have kids of our own. And I, this last year, um, have accumulated like seven, eight, nine kids. And, um, you know, I am happy to say that they are mine. And, um, you know, anyway. So I just love being a part of God's will for this church. Um, I'm thankful that he can use me in this way. Um, and, again, I can talk all day about it. But I love my kiddos, big and small. So. Thank you, Miss Randy. Yeah. yeah, they gave me a nickname too called Papa Smurf. So, yeah, Smurfhead. So, all right, um, unless there's somebody that's just like, I gotta say something, we're gonna move on to the video portion. Um, but one thing I do wanna mention just before that those of you that have graduated and will be graduating, um, even though you're going to be in therapy, uh, <laughs> probably wasn't the right thing to say. Thank you. Okay. Okay. So as an elementary educator, you're going to be in therapy. No, I'm just kidding. Um, wherever you're at, education, okay, therapy, whatever you are doing, um, <laughs> use that as a platform for Christ. 
Okay, use that as a platform. God has got you there for a reason to demonstrate and to share Christ with the young people and with other people that you're working with. Use that as that platform. So let's take a moment. We're going to watch our closing video, and then we're going to close in prayer, and then uh, we're going to head over to the gym for a fellowship meal. All right. Take